And welcome to the 22nd episode of Out in Left Field, a baseball podcast presented by the Trash Can League Network. I am your host, Ryan Bexton, and along with me is my co-host, Luis. We have a lot of topics to get to today, so let's get started while we still have time. Sunday, October 3rd, 2021, and welcome to episode 22 of Out in Left Field. Welcome back, folks. Today was what I call Chaos Day. Uh, it's game 162 for Major League Baseball. So today was the final game of the regular season for all teams, unless you have 163, which I don't think will happen because if I my, mem- my memory serves me correct, there's no tiebreaker scenarios. No. So, but there was looking like for a while a four-way tiebreaker, if I remember correctly, because I remember MLB tweeted uh, the word chaos in all caps. So, um, I guess, thankfully, we don't have chaos. I mean, some people are wanting it, actually, but I mean, who wants chaos? Um, Me. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so without further ado, let's get started on today's episode. Uh, First off, uh, it's time to reintroduce the uh, out left field mailbag segment. We do not have any questions for y'all this week. So if, if you do have any questions, baseball related or just anything else except politics, go ahead, shoot us an email at the trash can league network at gmail.com. Again, that is the trash can league network at gmail.com. Again, if you have any questions for us, be it baseball or uh, you know, anything but politics, go ahead and shoot us an email there. Uh, We'll try to get to your questions as soon as we can. Uh, No questions to answer today, sadly, Um, but there are plenty of topics still to talk about from the baseball world. Uh, Again, that is the postseason is just around the corner. Today, in fact, the bracket was finalized with the New York Yankees um, basically kind of creaming the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, today so um if i remember correctly um so the bracket is finalized and what do you know the bracket is exactly what we talked about last week in the rose rant which again with luis which luis is on this episode again so hello to Luis. um so our bracket is finalized and if you want to hear our predictions for last week's episode along with a bunch of other stuff we got to uh, go ahead and listen to last week's episode, episode 21. Um, there was a lot of good stuff happening in that episode, honestly. Uh, some interesting turns of events in the uh, who who we had winning and basically the end of the postseason from what we are predicting. Um, so there's we can't really talk about the matchups because we did that last week and we didn't even know it. Because, again, last week there was, like, what, four spots still up for grabs, I think it was? Yeah. Just about. So last week it was more of a um, what-if scenario, except for the what-if turned into reality. How about that? So a little less work for us, but at the same time, well, now there's more work for us to do because we've got to have something to fill up the time. Um, so today we're going to highlight some of the 
again, the developments in the postseason. Uh, again, starting with the Yankees, uh, they did secure the wild card spot on the American League side with the walk-off again versus the Rays. Um, let's see. So the that matchup for the American League wild card is going to be the Yankees versus the Red Sox, which again I said last episode is going to be in a heck of a series. Again, you got the top rivalries in all of baseball, if not other sports in America, just going at it in a one-game set. So it's going to get kind of wild, honestly. That's your cue to say something, Luis. (laughs) (laughs) My mind just went blank. (laughs) (laughs) You you weren't expecting me to put the spotlight on you, I guess. Um, So that's kind of my fault. But at the same time, be prepared. <laughs> um, all right. So other developments. Um, the Giants have claimed the National League West crown. Uh, even though this is not really related to the postseason, it is the, it is pretty significant because Giants clinched the best record in baseball, the number one playoff seed, and home field advantage throughout the postseason. So the Giants are definitely riding high going into this thing. All the momentum. Absolutely. Um, It's just, again, it's been a heck of a season for the Giants. Again, like I said many times, I did not see them coming out ahead in this one, in this season. But, hey, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Um, So congratulations to the Giants on, you know, finally beating out the Dodgers, um, which is basically rendering the Dodgers to – their hopes in a one-game set with the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, and I did notice today that the Dodgers did put Kershaw on a injured list of sorts for, I think it was his shoulder or arm or something like that. So that is one less starter that you would think that the Dodgers could use in their in this uh, wildcard series. Um, especially pointing to my, or, uh, going at my point that we're going to be facing Scherzer. Uh, so because now that Kershaw's out, it's either going to be Bueller or um, Scherzer, if you think about it, because a lot of people are doubting that Urias or Rias, I've heard it. I've literally heard his name pronounced three different ways, so excuse me if I use all three of them. But um, So a lot of people are saying, hey, he's not. He's probably not going to um, get that wild card start, even though he does have, I think, 20 wins on the season. Um, so, you know. It could be interesting to see where they go in this uh, one-game set with the Cardinals. Um, again, now that they're down Kershaw, definitely uh, the odds of uh, Scherzer uh, v. Cardinals matchup is going to be a lot greater. Um, so, Luis, your your playoff bracket for the Cardinals might be, you know, on the line. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was still, I'm still shocked you said Cardinals beat Dodgers. Uh, even I mean, one week later. Um, I, f- I find it more crazy how after all of this, after 162 games and winning 106 games, your season comes down to nine innings. Yeah, that's the irony of baseball. You can have the best season, but if someone just beats you out or just plays the odds right, you're down. And you're, it's going to be like bottom of the ninth, basically. I mean, it's it's been like that. Heck, look at the Cardinals. 
they had like almost zero chance of getting into the postseason, and then they had a 17-game win streak. And that just completely vaulted their 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 percentages up sky high. And now we've clinched the wild card spot. Again, you talk about, you know, the season turning on a dime. That's another point right there. Um, again, the Dodgers, yes, they've had a hell of a season. And again, like you said, it's now only going to be relying on nine innings. No tiebreakers this year, as we said earlier. Um, with the Yankees uh, winning, and I guess the other person they needed was the Mariners losing, I think is the scenario was. Yeah. Um, so, again, the postseason brackets finalized. Uh, playoff matchups, we're going to have the AL wildcard game this Tuesday, folks, on 8 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN. It's going to be the Yankees at the Red Sox. So, again, Fenway Park is going to be lit up and it's in more ways than one um, with both lights and angry fans. Um, because, again, whenever you have a Red Sox-Yankees matchup in a one-game set, nine innings, no one's going to be happy. I mean, just the fact that you have to sit in a stadium for three hours with the opposing rival fans is just its just enough. Again, like I said, send some beer bottles flying. But, you know um, – and then the National League wildcard game will kick off on Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time on TBS. It's going to be Cardinals at the Dodgers. So, again, Dodgers will be hopefully trying to ride it high in L.A. Um, at their stadium where the Cardinals are coming into town against, most likely, in my opinion, Max Scherzer. Um, but, again, some people are thinking they'll go with Bueller. So, you know, it's pretty undecided, even for Dodgers fans at this point. Um, but I think... I'm thinking the general consensus around all of baseball, not just the Dodgers or, you know, I think the general consensus is Scherzer. Um, again, with a hell of a season he's putting up, I, I <laughs> in my opinion, it's, it's a no brainer. Um, so after the wild card game, uh, that'll start to turn stuff up some more. Um, the American League division series will begin on Thursday. It's going to be a best of five format because again, we're back to the old way of the playoff bracket. Um, with the, um, let's see, it's the one, five, seven, seven formatting, if I remember correctly. Um, so the wild card game is going to be the wild card game winner for the American League side of things will be playing against the Rays on Thursday. Uh, the time I don't think has been listed yet. Um, so I guess we'll have to wait for that. So I can't let y'all know what the time for the uh, AL Division Series, the ALDS. Okay. I don't think they released that. No, they haven't. Okay. So sadly, we won't be able to let you know when the stuff happens. So because, again, MLB has not done a good job informing us. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all MLB's fault. <laughs> um so, the, again, it's going to be the wild card winner versus the Rays on Thursday. And then the White Sox at Astros. So, again, uh, that's going to be an interesting matchup there of uh, young guys versus veteran guys. So, again, best of five format. Nine innings times five is, what, 45. So, anything can happen, uh, you know. And then, not even including extra innings. Correct. Not even including extra innings, which, you know, could eventually happen. Um Again, postseason baseball, some people get pretty desperate. So, you know, uh, win or go home. Um, the NLDS is going to be starting on Friday. Again, another best-of-five format. Wild card winner of the Dodgers-Cardinals game will face the Giants at San Francisco. 
And then you also have the Braves at the Brewers. So, again, um, it's going to be an interesting matchup there. Uh, anytime you have the Brewers going off, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, so that's going to be the NLDS series. And then next week we'll be talking about the CS series and the eventual postseason – or excuse me, the eventual World Series um, – Potential matchups uh, based on the wildcard winners and then the DS winners. So we'll get to that all next week, along probably with the uh, league leaders and uh, stats and stuff. So I think that's going to be matched up for next week or the week after. I have to check my schedule, but uh, we'll have to get that in there sometime. And other stuff, we have Adam Wainwright ex- agreed to a one-year extension with the Cardinals, which makes me very, very happy, considering Grandpa is going to be returning for his possible final season. And, yes, I call him Grandpa Charlie because, you know, he's about to be 41 next year. So, you know, I mean, why not? Um, it's rumored to be $15 million, but, again, this has not been confirmed. Uh, again, like I said earlier, he has not hinted it's going to be his last season. Excuse me, he did not say it's going to be his last season, but he's hinted at it that the chances will be pretty high. Uh, so it's the 17th active season next year. His 18th season total, uh, because he missed out 2011 due to Tommy John surgery. Uh, again, he has a 3.05 ERA this year, and that is pretty darn amazing for a 40-year-old. Yeah, it ranks 11th in the MLB ahead of Musgrove, Alcantara, Cole, Morton, and others. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, again, just, I mean, phenomenal appearance by Uncle Charlie this year. Um, No doubt about it. And the haters, I mean, if you're still hating on Adam Wainwright after this year, I don't know what what you're after. I mean, definitely this has been a very nice uh, closer to his season, to his uh, career in St. Louis. Um, Again, like I said, he's hinted at next year will possibly be his final season. So that's uh, uh, going to have to buy a couple extra box of Kleenexes for me. So, um, you know, little tissues for that. So, um, again, another thing, too, a healthy 2022 season for both him and then Yachty will basically put them at number one in the pitcher-catcher battery stats because this year they've ended at 304. That is Two behind the third place people in both American League and National League history, and 20 behind of the leaders all time of Mickey Lolich and Bill Freehan of the Tigers. So potentially next season, we could be seeing a new number one for the pitcher catcher battery all time. Yep. And honestly, I'd have it no other way. I mean, my whole life, it's been Wayno and Yachty. I mean, except for 2011, but then again, you're going to the extent of my memory. <laughs> but, um, so honestly, it's just been Wayne Onyadi rocking it out every year. And again, they would have to have about 20 starts next season, pending both of them are healthy, which Yachty did have an injury a couple nights ago that cost uh, them their 305th start. So we're going to have to wait till next year, or I don't know if they would count battery starts for postseason. Um, I'm not 100% certain about that. I don't think they would. But, yeah, because, again, that's extra games, you know, compared to the whole uh, uh, sample size or whatever it is. So, um, 
again, so again, like I said, next year we could potentially have a number one, a new number one for batteries, pitcher catcher. Um, and that's all I have because, again, we kind of accidentally did today's topic. So <laughs> last week. <laughs> so, oops. <laughs> um, So, Luis, say something. Um, the Mariners. Stuff to say. The Mariners. It's such sad. It's so sad how their season ended. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a video of Kalanick crying in the dugout. It's crazy how they defied a lot. Won what ninety games? Yeah, I, I think, think it was. was. I think it was around that mark. Um, yeah, I see. Because the article title itself is called Scrappy Mariners Eliminated from Wild Card Race. I mean, if that doesn't say anything, I mean, again, Mariners are just another one of those teams that nobody saw coming this year. And then alone, let alone, you know, in the wild card race until the very end of it. I mean, what a fight. A lot of surprise teams this year in good ways and in bad ways. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, again, Giants were one that I still think were a surprise team. Mariners, um, Rays, in my opinion, because, you know, they basically, the, you know, the Tampa Bay way is, you know, tank it out at the end of the season. So it's starting new, basically. But, I mean, some people might not say that. But, um, again, in my opinion, they came out of nowhere-ish-ville. But, you know, um, but yeah, definitely a frustrating um, season and for the Mariners. So I mean, honestly, I can't be mad if I'm a Mariners fan. I wouldn't be mad how the season ended. I mean, you played. All played your hearts out. Years. Yeah, you played your hearts out. You had yeah, a great year. You won ninety games when everyone projected you to be near the bottom of the division. Precisely. It's just yeah. Again, I mean, sure, I can understand the frustration, but. They have nothing to be mad about. I mean, sure, they're going to be mad because, you know, you missed out on a wild card race and potentially a World Series ring. But, again, just the performance you put up this year. Um, and it shows a really good sign for the future, too. Precisely. farm systems up and coming. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, Mariners, good job on your season. Um, honestly, keep it up. I mean, again, it's – Again, it's just a hell of a season you went into with basically everyone downing you. And then again, like you said, Luis, ending up with a 90-game win season, um, That again, that's just, I mean, congratulations um, on proving the haters wrong. And it's crazy that if they would have been in the NL, just an example, they would, they'd win the NL East. They would win the Annalise if they were put. They had Very more true. wins in the first place Braves. Very true. Again, just goes to show the crazy season that we've been having this year. I mean, again, you know, teams coming out of nowhere, um, last minute win streaks. I mean, you know, um, and another thing too that's been last minute is the home run race, which. Yes has been so tight to this point. I mean, no one's going to have – no one had a 50-home run season this year. This is so close, though. 
I mean, I mean, Guerrero Jr., Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had 48th homer. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Is he in the lead or is it Salvador Perez? It's they're both tied with forty-eight. Tied 48. So with forty-six and Semyon's with forty-five. Okay, yeah, uh, but again, yeah, it's just last minute this year. It's all it's all been last minute. Um, you go the the bracket. I mean, there was a potential for a four-way tie, um, and a potential triple crown winner. Right, most of the year. Yeah, and who who was that one again? Was it um? That was Vlad. It was Vlad. Is that what you said, Vladimir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guerrero Jr. All right. Um. Yeah. Again, it all came down to game one sixty two. I mean, that's just. I mean, the the quality of baseball this year has been phenomenal. I mean, you've seen the rise and the fall of of many players. I mean, heck, we saw the rise of Wander Franco. We saw the fall of, I'd say, fall of Jacob Degrom, um, with him basically injuring him out of the rest of the season. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would call that a fall. I mean, it was. It doesn't really show up that good for the future, for his injury resume. Mm-hmm. Right, but again, rise of Fonder Franco. I mean, you had Shane Baez making a last minute appears, or Shane Baez, excuse me. Um, <laughs> I almost said Baez, I kind of half said it, but, um, you know, so you had Shane Baez make a, a last-minute appearance this year. And um, Harper with his second-half resurgence. Right. I mean, almost a glimpse of a 2015 Harper, definitely. Um, he basically was carrying the Phillies at the final end of the season, him and Wheeler both. I mean, again, some, some uh, late resurgences from uh, slightly older guys. Um, again, they both have a lot of gas left in the tank. But again, just again, like we were saying, the quality of season we've had this year. Um, let's see. Oh, well, the uh, the um, was it Pittsburgh their prospect there called like the six foot seven shortstop. What was his name? O'Neill um, Cruz. O'Neill Cruz. Him. Yeah, the rise of him too. If you want to talk about that. Uh, again, he only had what was it like like one game or one or two games? Was it like was it? I think. I'm just trying to scroll as fast as I can here to find it so we don't have too much silence. But O'Neill Cruz ends big year in Pittsburgh. Um, hang on. 29 plate appearances this year, I guess. Or is that in the minors? Um. That he got, he just, just, just got called up. So, pretty sure that's in the minors. Okay, let's check his stats real quick. Um, and nine at bats. He's had nine at bats, three hits, one home run, three RBIs, three thirty-three average OPS, OBP, and then a thousand OPS. So again, the rise of O'Neill Cruz definitely for a struggling. Pirates franchise. I mean, again, just another one of the prospects who has just gotten called up last minute and just basically shown up, I guess. Um, uh, let's see. So, again, the quality of season we've been having. So, hopefully, he'll be a bright spot to the Pirates franchise next season. Um, again, the Pirates are desperately in the middle of a rebuild session. 
um, after trading away most of their, uh, you can't say icons, because I don't think they really had any, <laughs> um, yeah. but most of their good players um, uh, at the trade deadline this year. So again, Cruz definitely a bright spot to look at for the Pirates franchise um, next season. Um, so let's see. Uh, topics, topics. A Soto, Soto. Actually. Yes, Soto too. His um, future is quite sketchy, as a matter of fact, for the Nationals franchise. Because I mean, again, they they dealt away basically all of their icons, and you can call them icons with Scherzer and Trey Turner um, at the deadline. Some of the top players in baseball. Exactly. So Juan's right. Juan Soto is basically the cornerstone of the Nationals franchise right now, and he's yet to be extended too. Right. So we could be looking at a yet another really good um, offensive player hitting the free agent market. If I'm correct. So. I mean, Nationals, get your stuff together. <laughs> Just, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you can't rely on uh, Mr. National himself to carry you ever, anywhere. I mean, you know, Ryan Zimmerman, he's still, I mean, he's not sure if, we're, I don't remember if he's going to be back next year or not. But no, he, he isn't, actually. He, I, I was watching the game today. He got like five standing ovations. He's retiring. Okay. Okay. So you can't, you literally can't rely on him anymore. Um, for you know what he's worth, but honestly, good career for Ryan Zimmerman. Honestly, um, but you know Soto definitely is going to be an interesting case for the off season. I mean, whether or not you know LA or excuse me, not LA, DC, <laughs> woo, DC getting the abbreviations mixed up here. Uh, DC uh, decides to you know keep him around or not, but um, I don't I don't see any reason for him to not get. Over a three contract for a multiple year deals, what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, right. He's having an MVP type season. Maybe if I don't think just because his team success, he's gonna get he's not he's gonna get it because the mm. Nationals finished what last place, pretty I'm darn pretty near sure. close. I mean, when you're yeah. trading away Scherzer and Trey Turner, again, there's like – you realize there's no hope left for your season. Yeah. So might as well try to Soto profit can't in some carry. way. Right. Soto can't carry one – because one player is only one-ninth of the batting order. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't bat nine times. Correct. Um, another player that said a, uh, is going to have an interesting offseason, Shohei Otani. Uh, he's he stated that he wants to come back to um, uh, Anaheim, and that's why I almost said LA earlier was because I was thinking of of all the players that are going to have interesting off seasons. So we were talking Juan Soto, and then I then then uh, Shohei popped in my head, and I said LA. So that's why I said that. But uh, technically, it's Anaheim because you know it was a backhand to the Anaheim City because they call themselves the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. But you know, um, again rip but um uh so i mean again Shotani definitely going to be an interesting case in the offseason again he said he wants to remain with the angels but again the angels franchise is kind of in that like um 
is in that middle point. Like Mr. Rose was speaking last time, the, uh, uh, what did he call this? The, was the abyss of mediocrity or something like that is what he called it. Something mediocrity where basically your team is like not the bottom, but they're not the top and they don't have any hope left for the season. That's definitely a angels team right now, in my opinion. I mean, it, just the future of Otani itself. I mean, yes, he had a hell of a season, but as you said, Luis, one guy can't hit nine times. Now, heck, if if you had nine Otani's just up at the plate, cranking bombs and you know pitching out of the bullpen, yes, I'm I'm sure you'd have a, a pretty good chance at winning the uh, World Series, but you can't do that. I mean, cloning technology isn't that advanced yet, but, you know. Plus, there's got to be a rule against it, I bet you. But um, I mean, you know. But again, yeah, another interesting player in Shohei Otani for the end for the for uh, this coming off season. We're going to take a quick break here on Out in Left Field. Don't go anywhere, because we'll be right back after this. And I think I think the Mets team in general is going to have an interesting offseason. Right. They have Conforto, yes, Syndergaard. They could both give them qualifying offers, and then they still have Stroman too, mm-hmm. and Bias. Which again is which, as you said in last week's episode, you you don't want them to hold on to Bias. So again, yeah, it's going to be an interesting offseason for the Mets. But heck, we covered that all last episode, so I don't think we need to insert another hour Mets rant here. So because again, why say what's already been said? So you know, um, again, if you want to hear that whole gigantic rant that lasted darn near an hour, go go watch uh listen, excuse me, listen to last week's episode, episode twenty one. Um, you know that was um. Interesting rant we had there, um, but um, you know, never a dull day with Mr. Rose. Never. I mean, that's why we bring him on, get some interesting takes. So you know, um, but so yeah, again, Syndergaard again is like we said is another interesting case for the off season. He's put up a fairly decent whatever he's had for this season, which is like next. No, season. he's not. But no, he's not. He pitched today. He pitched one inning, gave up two runs. Everything got inflated. Okay, well, he had another. Didn't he have another appearance earlier this week uh, or last week? I think it was. And didn't he do pretty yeah, he, good? Yeah, he, he made two starts. Two starts, okay. two innings. So those were pretty good, if I remember correctly. But today was kind of undid some of that, right? Yeah, nine okay. okay, yeah. So, but again, Short season for him, especially short season for, for uh, Noah Syndergaard. So, again, another interesting uh, offseason for another player. Um, let's see. Who else can we call interesting? Um, Freeman, is he ex- – no, Freeman's hitting the market. That's right. So, he, Freeman could be an interesting case too in that I he did so. turn his, his batting average around 300 um, today, if I remember correctly. So, he did finish the season on a plus – Again, with the Braves franchise that basically has most of their players acquired at this year's deadline, uh, again, his future in Atlanta could be up in the air. Uh, I think, I'm pretty sure he's, I mean, a guy like Freeman, he's 100% going to want to come back to Atlanta. Correct. I, don't see I can't see him going anywhere else. 
especially yeah. because of the franchise of Atlanta. I mean, when you have a franchise icon, your fan base gets kind of attached to him. Well, your organization, if they lose him, they can risk, you know, losing support of the fan base and, you know, all goes to, you know, the bottom of the dugout. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, but again, Freeman could be an interesting case this year. He could be asking a lot of money for his off for over the offseason. Again, it's just only time will tell. Um, but I guess you could call it yet another case that could be interesting over the offseason. See what else? Uh, I have in general the Padres. Padres are definitely going to have an interesting offseason, a lot of make or breaks. Yes, a lot of their players. Yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, just the, the fall of the Padres franchise this season. I mean, such high hopes. And then basically they were signing anybody off of waivers or claiming anyone who got DFA'd. I mean, there was a point at which, you know, Jake Arietta, who basically ended up trash this year, was basically pitching in, in a pitching-starved Padres team. I mean, heck yes, I'd like to see a Jake Arietta come back, but – being realistic here, I don't think it's going to happen. But, I mean, again, like we were saying, like I was saying, a pitching star of Padres franchise in which we were talking last season who was going to be stacked this year. I mean, you know, Joe Musgrove, we had you Darvish. We had, um, help me out here, like Snell, I think, is on there too. Um, and I find it crazy too. They fired their pitching coach, and right after they did that, everything went downhill. <laughs> just another another day in the ballpark, I guess. But you know, um, you know. But again, yeah, the Padres definitely. We're talking about like players to watch. Heck, that's a whole entire team to watch. Um, another, I have another player too. Oh boy, Correa, Carlos Correa. Oh yeah, forgot about him for a second there. Definitely coming off a high end year. Um, Again, you were saying last week how you really want the Mets to sign him. Yeah. You want Steve Cohen to put his hand in his big old wallet and take out a lot of cash for him. I mean, but, you know, again, yeah, definitely going to be interesting to see what Correa does in the offseason. Do you think he'll stick it's, around? It's in, guaranteed. Um, he said he's leaving. He said no leaving. matter what, he's leaving. Okay. All right. So, the yeah. Astros aren't going to give him enough money for him to stay. Mm-hmm. Which the Astros are also another interesting franchise if you think about it. Again, as we've been saying multiple multiple times, is it's a veteran veteran team. I mean, just the like experience of starting pitching, I mean, of their infield and you know, everything. Just to see, I mean, Grinky, he is that Grinky, he ended up being injured at the end of the season. I mean, and he had Verlander. Do you give him an offer or something? I think isn't Verlander a free agent, I think? Um after this year, or is it or is it next year? Because the Tommy John kind of complicated things, if I remember. Yeah, Tommy John kept him out for a while. Right. Um, But, I mean, so, again, you could have a Justin Verlander come back next year, I suppose. But if he is a free agent after this season, which I don't remember, um, again, do the Astros re-sign him? I mean, again – 
we were talking like franchises that are going to be up in the air this offseason, Nationals, Padres, you could look at the Astros too. And again, it's just another one of those times that they made a heck of a, um, of a run this year. And then to have it in theory at risk of crumbling, it's kind of, you know, disturbing from a uh, fan's point of view. So, let's see. And another player that's going to be on the market, uh, Starling Marte. Correct. The league right. in stolen bases. He hit 308. Great advanced stats, great basic mm-hmm. stats. But won't be able, but, excuse me, but won't be eligible for any batting titles, as we discussed back in episode yes. 20. Because of the trade in which he basically changed over from the NL to the AL. So one of baseball's better players is not going to be in the talks for the best players awards. So, I mean, it's just kind of sad, honestly. But again, like you said, yeah, another free agent who could be hitting the market. Now, again, I don't know if the A's will want to try to bring him back at all, but most of us here and out in the field have been saying, yeah, he could theoretically go to the Giants. I mean, so the general consensus is what we've all had. So, I but, think he fits the Giants perfectly. Mm-hmm. He's 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 the near superstar caliber player that the Giants don't really have. Right. Um, so again, yet yet another player whose off season is up in the air. So. The Cubs, also another team. I mean, you look at trade deadline, all trade deadline, all this, all the moves they made last minute, and they basically had to build from the ground up, and yet they still came away somewhat on top. What I'm thinking. So yes, I hate to say that, but um, you'll never hear me say it again ever. But um, you know, I mean, Chicago did. They didn't beat all odds, I'd say, um, because you know they were easily eliminated from both, you know, postseason wild card, whatever you want to call it. But again, that team is going to be something is going to have an interesting off season um, in ways that Cubs fans have are starting to get used to, honestly. <laughs> but uh, ever since their um, like 2016 run. So. And another piece of news with the Diamondbacks winning today, that puts the Orioles for the number one overall pick in the upcoming MLB draft. All right. So that's another topic, the draft coming up for next season. So, I mean, that's not my – that's not my um, – uh, oh, what's the word? Gosh, darn it. That's not my cup of tea for drafts and prospects and stuff like that. So we'll have to pull somebody else on for that show. But, um, yeah, definitely, you know, um, the Orioles getting the number one prospect. I mean, again, that could be a for an Orioles franchise that has kind of been in the abyss of mediocrity, if not on the lower end of the scale. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who they select. I mean – 
So who's getting the number two spot? Is that going to be um, uh, the Diamondbacks? Yeah, that that'll be Arizona. Arizona. All right. So again, uh, I mean, I'm not very educated on uh, next year's draft class at all, but um, I don't think any Mizzou people are in there though. But sad. But <laughs> dang it. <laughs> um, oh, and one more thing: uh, the Red Sox have officially announced their wild card starter. It will be Nathan Eldy taking the bump versus Garrett Cole. Huh. Well, that proves me wrong because I was I was almost betting on Chris Sale, which is another reason, folks, why you do not bet on what I say. So, <laughs> I mean, Sale uh, pitched. I Sale pitched today. He pitched today, yeah. But I mean, I would have. I mean, I you know, I would have. I think it was like last week. I said I was betting on Sale pitching. Um. So I'm saying, yeah, don't don't bet on me. So that's what I was saying for that. Um. But yeah, definitely Eovaldi. Yeah, again with Chris Sale getting the start today. Yeah, you probably look at him getting the start for the Red Sox on Tuesday. That game should be exciting. Definitely a Red Sox Yankees matchup. I mean, not like the you... outcome I was rooting for, but I'll still take it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, again, beer bottles will be thrown. So. Yeah. Um, but definitely. Um, let's see. I'm still trying to... F- Hold on. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out, honestly. Max, Actually, no, oh, no. Yeah. Never mind. Um, Go ahead. Max Muncy, elbow injury oh, is yeah. very unlikely for the wild card game. This, that is true. I mean, because didn't he have a collision or something like that? I think that's what uh, I was reading. I didn't see the exact play, but I'd assume so. I think so. Yeah, I think so. It was the picture looked like it was at first base. I think that's what it was. And a um, Burns, not Burns, sorry. Guriel wins the AL batting title with the walk-off, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's true. Dang, I can't find that Muncie article. I, I, Where I did have, you go? I have it right here. Oh, you do? Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, then I'm not going to try anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, was it at? It was a first base collision? Uh, Max M- Muncie exits after collision with Jace Peterson. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, again, Muncie had a pretty nice bet in uh, for L.A. this year, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, he, he was great. He was great. Mm-hmm. When he wasn't injured, though. But, um, which is, if I remember correctly, the, the reason the, the Dodgers picked up Albert Pujols was to, you know, kind of fill in that bench slash first base position when Muncie was injured earlier the season. So, if my memory serves correctly. And more bad injury news. Uh, LeMahieu was placed uh, yeah. on the IL prior to today's game. He's officially out for the wild card game and for the ALDS. And he's um, questioned for the ALCS if the Yankees make it that far. 
Yet another superstar from the Yankees team that has fallen out. I mean, again, like I've said multiple times, you can't coordinate your stars, and now you're down one less star. So that puts the importance of your other guys coming through. So you're going to have to have your big guys step up even more for that Yankees franchise in order to not be knocked out by the rival Red Sox. So, and speaking of the Red Sox, J.D. Martinez is also out. Uh, yeah, left ankle sprain. Again, yeah, another, another interesting case. Um, but with him out, again, Martinez was a very bright spot on that Red Sox lineup um, throughout the season, in fact. And just, again, going back to the amount of stars that the Red Sox have, which is basically next to none. So, I mean, you know, I mean, Gabe would disagree. But, um, again, that puts the spotlight on everybody else to come through. So, again, you're going to have to have Evaldi pitch even better because you're not – you don't have one of your stars up now because with, you know, Martinez out. And – Luis Rojas is likely to be fired after the season. Woohoo. <laughs> no ranting so about that. No 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 ranting about that, Luis. I'm just so happy he's gone. I'm so happy I never have to see him manage another Mets fan a Mets game ever. Yeah, yeah. That's, again, another franchise up in the air with the Mets. Again, we talked about the last week position-wise, but also, uh, you know, the front office-wise or whatever. I mean, with your general manager, manager, and everybody and his dog, basically, you know, getting fired, suspended, administrative leave, what have you. I mean, I mean is there one guy in your office that has basically had a consistent job this year? I mean, I... I don't think so. <laughs> really, I, I actually don't think it's so. It's worse than the Padres pitching scenario, honestly. <laughs> um, but uh, so, again, another thing that's up in the air for this offseason. Um, I feel like we need to find something else to say. But honestly, we did most of the talking last week in that Rose rant. So, I mean, because today would have been the big picture here, you know, look at the bracket and then kind of like give our takes on who wins and who doesn't. But, I mean, and, and we haven't even started on collecting the league leaders and stats yet. So, um, can't do that today unless we, you know, get our stuff together in like two minutes. But... <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't see that happening. But, um, so let's see what else has been up in the air. We've had there was the tiebreaker, the potential tiebreaker. We had the home run race. Um, what else came down the last minute? And um, not really much else. Well, I'm out of stuff to say. 
So <laughs> this feels like a very, very short episode, but honestly, I don't think it will be. But please. Wait, what? Where'd he go? What? Well, Luis just left all of a sudden. So, uh, I guess that concludes this week's episode of Out in the Field, folks. Uh, thank you all for joining this um, episode. Uh, a little shorter than the last few ones have been, I think. But um, again, if you have, if you're sticking with us, thank you for uh, sticking till the very end. I know there was a little gap here and there of shortness of topics. Uh, again, we mostly did last week's ep or today's episode last week with that Rose rant. But um, again, thank you all for joining. Um, again, if you have any questions for us, uh, whether it be me, Luis, anyone, anyone on the uh, out and left field staff, uh, again, shoot us an email at the trash can league network at gmail.com. Again, that is the trash can league network at gmail.com. Again, any questions, go ahead, uh, shoot us an email there uh, from baseball to anything but politics. So, um, yeah, go ahead. We haven't been having many people email us, so it's kind of sad when you don't have any questions to answer. But, you know, uh, again, thanks all for joining us and see you all next week. Alas, we've reached the end of our 22nd episode. See you all next week on Out in Left Field. This is Ryan Bexton saying goodnight.